global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pelleton. Another down day for stocks. Folks from AACSB ringing the closing bell at the New York Stock Exchange. Stocks move lower along with oil havens such as gold and the yen climb. Gold up 1080 the ounce to 1286, a gain of nine tenths of one percent. Investors are growing increasingly cautious ahead of central bank meetings this week. Also, the UK's vote on European Union membership later in the month. A big move today for LinkedIn, up 46.64%. Microsoft is buying LinkedIn in a deal valued at $26.2 billion, giving the world's biggest software provider access to a virtual Rolodex of connected business professionals. Anurag Rana is with Bloomberg Intelligence. He was interviewed this afternoon right here on Taking Stock. When you look at something like a LinkedIn, you can start using this as a, as, as a software where People can look at prospect in you know, their their clients, their uh, you know if they want to hire somebody. So you can bypass the the custom applications, um, you know, through this particular uh, avenue. Microsoft is paying $196 a share in an all-cash transaction. Microsoft says LinkedIn will retain its brand, culture, and independence. And Jeff Weiner will remain CEO of the company. That deal, by the way, the largest under the tenure of Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella. And Twitter jumping the most in more than two months after Microsoft's $26.2 billion agreement to buy LinkedIn. That prompted speculation other technology companies may become acquisition targets. Today, we had shares of Twitter advancing 3.8% to $14.55. The 10-year up 8.30 seconds yield 1.61%. Crude oil down 1%, falling 47 cents to 48.60 a barrel. We've got uh, the Dow down 132, a drop of 0.7%. S&P down 17, a drop of 0.8%. 402 on Wall Street. Now we'll look at the other stories making news. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Condolences are pouring in from all over the world for the victims of the Orlando, Florida mass shooting. Florida Attorney General Pam Bondi says her office's main concern is to assist survivors and family members of those killed and injured. We're here. We're prepared to help you. We have counselors, advocates, and we also have compensation counselors who can also aid with funeral expenses. Orlando Mayor Buddy Dyer says he's proud of the way the city has come together in the face of tragedy. Yesterday was the most horrific day in the history of the city of Orlando, and yet I stand here prouder today of our community than ever. Gunman Omar Mateen was killed in a shootout with police after SWAT teams raided the nightclub. A New York man is among the 49 victims of Sunday's Orlando shooting. 25-year-old Enrique Rios Jr. of Brooklyn was added to the official list of fatalities today. More than 500 anti-terrorism officers have been deployed around New York. Officials say the city remains on high alert, even though there are no credible threats. Former Olympic runner Oscar Pistorius appeared in a Pretoria, South Africa courtroom today for sentencing. Pistorius was convicted in the 2013 shooting death of his girlfriend, Reva Steenkamp. Defense psychiatrist Dr. Jonathan Schultz. In layman's terms, one would describe him as broken. In my opinion, his current condition warrants hospitalization. 
Pistorius faces a harsher sentence after an appeals court upgraded his conviction. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists and more than 150 news bureaus around the world. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Charlie. And we thank you. And again, recapping, stocks lower today. S&P 500 index down 17 points to end the Monday session at 2,079, a drop of eight-tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates the motion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers and shakers. They cost a little more. That name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers. With Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Big deals in technology space today. We got some companies moving higher on that, but uh, not anywhere near as many as closed lower. Let's look inside the S&P 500 now. We had 64 gainers, 439 losers, two stocks closing unchanged. Our stock setter, Dave Wilson, joins us now to kick off movers and shakers. Well, you heard uh, Charlie Pellet mention LinkedIn, whose shares rose about 46.5% after a takeover offer from Microsoft, and Twitter up 3.8% today uh, on the possibility that it may be next. But I want to mention Symantec. This is the company that's actually the buyer in a deal uh, that was announced uh, late yesterday. Uh, Symantec, the security software maker, agreeing to buy cyber defense company Blue Coat Systems for $4.65 billion in cash. Now, Blue Coat, uh, owned by Bain Capital, had filed just a week and a half ago for an initial public offering. Instead, they're going to be acquired. So what does that mean for Symantec? Well, it was definitely received positively. They're talking about, their, their chief financial officer is anyway, uh, a substantial increase to earnings after the deal gets done. And that's the sort of thing investors want to hear, Symantec, with a gain of 5.3% in today's trading. Shares of Bank of New York Mellon down today by about seven-tenths of a percent. Bank of New York Mellon will pay a $30 million penalty to the Securities and Exchange Commission in a settlement that is related to the bank's pricing of foreign exchange transactions. In 2015, the bank agreed to pay to pay a total of $714 million in order to resolve the foreign exchange issue, the money in that case going to the New York State and federal authorities, including the Securities and Exchange Commission, as well as customers who filed a class action lawsuit. Once again, shares of Bank of New York Mellon down seven-tenths of a percent. I just want to come back to Twitter, because as you guys have just mentioned, you, Dave, and of course, Ron Charlie Pellet, up uh, the most in more than two months after Microsoft agreed to buy LinkedIn, because now people say, okay, M&A, the animal spirits are alive and well. But it's it's interesting that not only does this give the market a sense of what larger, older tech companies may be willing to pay for younger ones like Twitter or Yelp, uh, an analyst at Moniscrepsby and Hart, James Kekmack, says it puts those companies more into play because now we're seeing concrete evidence of how important data users and owning a company 
proponent of time spent are. I would rank Twitter near or the top of that list. And uh, analyst at Goldman Sachs, a note, note last week, said the market for mergers and acquisitions in tech is healthier than the headline volume suggests. And in fact, in the note written before this morning's deal, Goldman analysts added LinkedIn, among others, to their propriety, proprietary basket of companies that they say have at least a 15% of seeing strategic M&A action in the 12 months. I bet they'd boost those odds now, Dave. May well be the case. You know, you get this sort of distressing pattern in the wake of events like last weekend's mass shooting in, in Florida where gun stocks do well. People figure that you're going to get more restrictions on guns. At least politicians talk about that. And then there's this anticipation that people are going to want to buy the guns before the restrictions go into effect. I mean, we certainly saw that play out today. You look at Smith & Wesson holding with a gain of 6.9%. Sturmberger doing even better. Uh, that stock up 8.5% today. All right, I'm going to tell you about the shares of Facebook. They were lower today by about two and a quarter percent. Now, according to Andrew Left of Citroen Research, this is a short seller. Facebook is too expensive and will lose market share to competing social media platforms such as Snapchat. Once again, shares of Facebook down two and a quarter percent today. Well, let's step away from social media to something that's big and heavy, airlines. And in fact, U.S. airlines among the worst performing stocks today as revenue looked weaker than analysts expected. Fuel prices continuing to rise. We have United Airlines down more than 4% to $44 and change, another big loser. American Airlines also down 4%, but you just have to look at Delta Air and Southwest. And of course, this follows on the heels of some pretty decent gains last week, Pam. All right, let's turn our attention now to the Volatility Index Report. It, of course, brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. Uh, the VIX much higher today, moving up by more than 22 and a quarter percent, up 3.96, settling at 20.99. And, of course, the uh, VIX widely considered to be the best gauge of fear in the market. Uh, this move higher is the highest since February 29th. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for the price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave! Who? Dave! Hey, Mr. Wilson! Dave Wilson is here with his stock of the day. Indeed, Vernetx Holding. This is a technology company that's been publicly traded since 1999. Shares listed under the ticker VHC. Now, Vernetx doesn't have much of a business. Data compiled by Bloomberg shows total revenue since going public has been about $13 million. That's million with an M. Yet the company's market value once exceeded $2 billion and ended last week at $279 million. Vernetix's value lies with its patents. In February, the company won a $625.6 million award from a Texas jury in a patent lawsuit against Apple. The case centered on whether the iPhone makers FaceTime, iMessage, and other services infringed on Vernetix's technology for secure communications. The jury found Apple's infringement was willful, which meant they knew about the patents and went ahead anyway. This raised the possibility that the judge could impose triple damages. Why bring all this up today? Well, the Supreme Court made it easier for judges to impose triple damages. They voted unanimously that a federal appeals court limits on these kinds of damage awards was overly rigid. 
And in response, shares of Vernetics gained as much as 8.8% in today's trading, pulled back a bit toward the close. Nonetheless, Vernetics closing with a gain of 4.6%. Thank you very much. Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks Commist. Send him an email at dwilson at bloomberg.net. Sign up for his daily free email newsletter. It will make you a smarter investor, and you can follow him on Twitter at the one Dave. You're listening to Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox, my co-host Kathleen Hayes, and this is Bloomberg Radio. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by T2 Computing, a new kind of IT solutions company for workflow mobility and infrastructure. Let them explain how their expertise can help you gain greater business value. Visit T2Computing.com for more information.